Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Jody Wilson-Raybould was bullied and pressured to persuade the Federal Prosecution Service to not go ahead with a criminal uh, trial, criminal charge against S&T Lavla, which is not exactly uh, in possession of a stellar international record for the most ethical business practices. And Tony Wilson-Raybould said, no, she was on this program. She told us what went on as much as she could until... Mr. Trudeau and his cabinet cut her off. She wasn't allowed to tell any more. She wanted to share more with Canadians, but she wasn't allowed to because of cabinet confidence. But wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. Back up. Stephen Harper ran into that situation when he was prime minister, and he freed the people in question to speak. Not Mr. Trudeau. Of course, Mr. Trudeau ran into some significant trouble with his self-appointed ethics commissioner, Mr. Mario Dion. Because Mr. Trudeau's self-appointed ethics commissioner found Mr. Trudeau guilty of ethics violations, uh, violating the Parliamentary Conflict of Interest Act. Oh, wait a minute. Let me go back to the beginning. When Mr. Trudeau was confronted by national media with the first story that had been interference with Jody Wilson-Raybould, based on the Globe and Mail story, Mr. Trudeau stared, remember this? Stared into the uh, television cameras, and he said, false. Well, no. True. Not false. True. So this is still a big issue. It, we never have received an appropriate answer, a true answer, a full answer as to what went on. But we're so complacent in this country. Okay, fine. Then you don't want to tell us. That's fine. When's the hockey game on, honey? No, 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 no. This is important. It's important. You can always PVR the hockey game. This is important. Canadians were not informed. Believe me, when the next election rolls around, I have a shopping list of issues that I'll bet you a lot of people have forgotten about. Not me, pas moi. Anyway, Democracy Watch is a wonderful organization, and they keep governments, provincial, federal, honest, because they go after them in court. They don't back off. They don't back down. Duff Conacher is the co-founder of Democracy Watch, and it's a wonderful organization, as I said, democracywatch.ca. So, um, Duff, thank you for coming on the show. How are you today? My pleasure, Roy. Did I, sc- well. did I screw that up at all? Did I get everything right? No, that's right. It's a deferred prosecution with a negotiated remediation agreement uh, where... SNC Lavalin essentially promises to take steps to clean things up internally and as a result does not get prosecuted. So big time community service. Uh, internal restructuring in terms of their internal mechanisms right. to stop yeah. the uh, rampant bribery that they were involved in around the world. Yeah. And, and um, so that included getting new board members and things like that. But Again, it's a big issue because if they were prosecuted and convicted, they would not be eligible to 
bid on any World Bank funded projects for 10 years. Uh, they would be prohibited from uh, bidding on federal government and some provincial government projects in Canada as well, which, who have prohibitions on uh, on anyone who's been convicted from receiving government money. Uh, it had big implications for them. They were lobbying. There was evidence of unregistered lobbying by SNC-Lavalin. And that's part of why you need to know the cabinet communication records to really know what uh, went on. And the RCMP didn't even really try to get them. They just which is, uh, which relied is... on the claims made by Prime Minister and his staff and and other ministers, um, Foreign Finance Minister Bill Morneau and his staff and others in the PMO and uh, the Clerk of the Privy Council, Michael Wernick, and just relied on what they all said. And of course, what they said was we did nothing wrong. I remember that so very clearly. And I remember those parliamentary committee votes. Five to four. Liberals five, rest of the world four. Uh, or the NDP would, would help them out, as they're still helping them out. But this is very, very serious business. When I said community service, I'm talking about big boys community service. That's what uh, SNC-Lavalin was let off with. Mr. Trudeau was talking about, well, we're only doing this to save, what was it, nine, nine trillion jobs in Quebec? I'm, I'm, I'm only marginally exaggerating. Um, but I know the RCMP won't investigate me. Just like they're not investigating what went on. Um, Duff, this has just been a mess and it's been allowed to slide under the table. Now, what was it that you demanded of the RCMP and how did they, and I have other questions for you, but how did they most fundamentally roll over for the federal government? Well, um, people in Alberta, people in Ontario will be. Uh, aware of situations there, one with regard to Jason Kenney's uh, leadership race and some allegations around what happened with some people involved in that. And in Ontario, the Greenbelt scandal. And I'm mentioning those because by comparison, what did the RCMP do in both of those situations? They announced that they were investigating, even though the people involved all said they did nothing wrong. And when you investigate, then you go to court and you get search warrants to get the internal communication records on every device that people use. And presumably in Ontario with the Greenbelt scandal, the RCMP will be doing that. And you get that information and those records because that tells you what people actually said to each other uh, about the situation and, and whether they were doing something wrong and knew they were doing something wrong. Uh, what happened in SNC-Lavalin situation, the RCMP in August 2019 said they were examining the situation, and then they said nothing else until June of 2023, almost four years later. They did a very superficial investigation. They only talked to three people. They didn't talk to anyone who was alleged to have done wrong, Prime Minister and all the others. And they reviewed the ethics commissioner's report that found Trudeau uh, guilty of violating the federal ethics laws you mentioned, but they didn't ask anybody for proof of anything that they had claimed to the ethics commissioner. And the ethics commissioner didn't have access to the secret cabinet communication records either and said it was a major problem, uh, but he decided to issue a ruling anyway. Uh, and then 
they were doing what they called an assessment. It really was an investigation, and they should have announced publicly they were investigating. But they did this assessment. The top brass in the RCMP gets that assessment report in March of 2021 and sits on it until January of 2023. Say that again. Say that again, please. They received the initial assessment report from the investigating officer in March of 2021. And they did not make a decision about whether to investigate further or let everyone off until January 2023, which to me is just a, a... that's a cover-up. Like, you're just trying to bury the investigation, let the delay go on, hoping everyone just forgets about it. And we filed an access to information request under the federal open government law in July of 2022. And I think that's what forced them to finally wrap something up because they're required to disclose uh, the information uh, about uh, information records when an investigation is, is finished. And so they either had to say the investigation was ongoing or disclose the records. In May of 2023, almost a year after we filed our request, so, which violates the federal open government law by about 11 months, they did issue a letter to us. The RCMP sent us a letter saying, we can't disclose anything because the investigation's ongoing. That was false. The Access to Information Division of the RCMP didn't even know that the Investigation Division of the RCMP had wrapped up its investigation four and a half months earlier. Uh, and it was also false. They disclosed about 100 pages to us, but all of them were blank. And they said, that's it, that's all. And then in July of 2023, a couple of months ago, they said, oh, actually, there's 4,000 pages of records. And we're reviewing them all now, and we'll disclose them to you. They're still withholding more than 2,200 pages. Why? More than a year after we requested them. Why? They were supposed to, disclose, they were supposed to disclose all the pages by September 2022. Here we are in October 2023, and we're still waiting for more than half the pages, 2,200 pages, at least maybe more, that we are, they are, have still not disclosed to us. Why? They say they're cabinet confidences. Um, now, this is weird. Cabinet conferences are essentially advice to cabinet and decision-making records of cabinet. So what does the RCMP have? Like, why do they have cabinet confidence records? Because according to their investigation reports, the, the pages they did disclose to us, the Trudeau cabinet refused to allow them to look at the cabinet confidences. The RCMP is not supposed to be checking with cabinet about investigating a possible crime, and yet they're withholding 2,200 pages that they say are cabinet confidences maybe they have to check. It's just, it smells so badly in every possible way that we need a public inquiry, and that's what we're calling for. Uh, I don't know that we're going to get it, but we are getting at least one day of hearing on Monday. The RCMP commissioner and the investigating officer, uh, who was the lead investigator, are appearing before the House Ethics Committee in the afternoon and for questioning about why they didn't fully investigate and why no one was prosecuted. And they are, as you pointed out in an email to me, uh, that they're violating the Access to Information Act. This is the police force. This is the National Police Service that is supposedly investigating, and they said they were, but now we know. 
know what that results in in this particular case. The word cozy comes to mind. But the, between the relationship between this national police force of ours and this federal government of ours, it's just cozy. Is that, do, yeah, you, the, do you think the, that's fair? The cabinet, the cabinet appoints the commissioner, yeah. which is not the way it should be. It, no, it, it has to be a nonpartisan, independent process for choosing everyone who enforces laws. You cannot have the ruling party choosing the heads of organizations who enforce laws that apply to the ruling party. That's just the bad way to do it. And there's been other questions about the commissioner who was in charge for this whole time period, Brenda Lucky. Uh, questions about how, whether she was doing the cabinet's bidding in response to the mass shooting in Nova Scotia and That's that right. investigation. Um, what she was doing with regard to the convoy, where she texted, uh, was communicating with the chief of police in Ottawa and said, can we use texts because texts are easier, easier to delete which is illegal. It's illegal to delete records under the federal uh, open government and transparency law. There's serious questions about her and her performance and, and how much she was covering for cabinet in other, these other situations. And uh, we just don't have the internal records of what the top officers did. So assessment report that they received in March 2021. So Duff. That's being withheld. So Duff, it's kind of like you'd have to wear, if you wanted to go and investigate this up close, you'd have to wear a hazmat suit because the smell's so bad. Yeah. In every single way, when you look at it, you have a superficial investigation. You have the RCMP not even trying to get secret cabinet communication records that would really tell you the, the story of what happened. Burying the investigation with an almost two-year delay, misleading the public by claiming there wasn't even an investigation. When there was, it was superficial, but they were investigating. And violating the open government law by keeping the investigation record secret for a, a year longer than is allowed. And still refusing to disclose 2,200 pages more than a year later. And if we go back to the genesis of this, it was the PMO and Mr. Trudeau who was trying to force Jody Wilson-Raybould, the Solicitor General, General, Minister of Justice, to influence the prosecutorial service to not move forward with the criminal charge against SNC-Lavalin. And they weren't telling the truth when they told Canadians why they thought it was important to maintain cabinet conf confidence, uh, confidentiality, whatever that is. Uh, because it saves jobs everywhere. They, were, they weren't telling the truth then because a, C, a, a lab line CEO stepped up and said, that's just not the case. I mean, this, this really has a terrible odor to it. So what, it what are the, what are the options? Democratic good government principles are that everyone in politics should be honest. Yeah. So there's, there's dishonesty in this situation. Yeah. Transparent. Yeah. There's excessive secrecy. Yeah. Ethical. There's unethical behavior. And, uh, also to prevent uh, waste, and this has wasted a lot of resources by dragging this out uh, for so long and uh, wasted, of course, tons of, of time and staff time within the RCMP, the way they've handled these access to information requests, okay. dragging them out as well. So Duff, in every way, in every way that you uh, could act that violates democratic government principles, this situation has it. That's why it smells so bad, and that's why we need a public okay. inquiry with an inquiry commissioner not chosen by 
the ruling party. It has to be an inquiry commissioner chosen by all the party leaders, just like we have now for foreign interference. So that's a great right. precedent, and that's the way it should be done. Duff, I, I'll i talk to you this, about this again. There's more to be talked about, a great deal more, and we yeah, will do lot, that. A lot of news will come out tomorrow, from okay. this, uh, or from Monday, from this ethics committee okay. hearing where the RCMP commissioner is going to be grilled. I look forward why, to why our... They, uh, covered things up like this. I look forward to our next conversation. Thank you, Duff. Thank you for your interest. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. 